you guys love it when I talk about money, so I'm bringing another money episode to you today. Specifically, I am talking about credit. I'm going to share with you a little bit about my credit journey and um, give you some tips on what I have personally done to boost my credit score, and hopefully these tips work for you. Hopefully they are new. I'm not trying to give you the same old tad and tried uh, tips. So hopefully these are some, um, new gems for you to ponder on. First, I'm going to share a little bit about my story. So I decided to get serious about money around age 23. I was tired of living paycheck to paycheck and I just wanted to start being an adult, quote unquote, with my finances. So I read anything I could get my hands on about personal finance. I learned about investing, credit, 401ks, um, you name it, I read about it. I put that information into practice and in two years, I was able to save up over $20,000. I had an 800 plus credit score and I decided on a whim because I didn't know what else to buy myself that I was going to buy myself a house for my 25th birthday. Fast forward two years after that, I sell that house, I start my own business and everything completely goes downhill, ate through my savings, maxed out my credit cards and fucked up my credit. 2019 was the very first year ever that I had missed a credit card payment. It was the first ever that I was seriously delinquent on credit card payments. And this is also the first year that I have significantly boosted my score in a short amount of time from doing simple action steps that I'm going to share with you today. The first tip that I want to give you to clear up your credit is diversify your credit profile. So oftentimes we know when we are on the verge of falling into a financial hole, even if it is a little bit too late to avoid falling into the hole, you can do a couple things to break your fall, so to speak, so you don't get banged up too badly. And that's something that I did before my credit just completely went to shit. March of this year, my credit had dropped from like 800 something to 663. And I had I knew that if I did not take action and get some type of credit product, I would have a significantly harder time improving my score down the road. I mean, I went out and I got a loan before my credit got any worse. I just got a small personal loan for $3,000. And the following month, April, was the first month that I missed my first ever credit card payment. So I knew that my credit was going to take a beating, but I could kind of soften the blow by being responsible with the loan that I just took out. If you know that you're on the verge of falling down a financial hole, give yourself some crutches by securing some sort of credit product if you can, because this will help you down the line. Let's fast forward to current day. It is November of 2019. And yes, I did take the hit on my credit um, for the delinquency from that credit card. However, it's not as bad of a hit because I also have a history showing that I've been making my loan payments on time. So it's kind of balancing out um, a negative with a positive. I believe it's 10% of your score is determined by how diversified your credit products are. So credit 
uh, lenders want to see that you can handle a multitude of credit products at the same time. It helps them determine how responsible you are, also known as how good you are at giving someone else your money. Say you have three credit cards and an auto loan. Even though you have four different credit accounts, you only have two different credit products. You have a revolving credit product, which is the credit card, and revolving credit products are credit products that the amount you owe fluctuates. It just depends on what you use. A fixed credit product is um, a credit product like a loan. It has a fixed rate that you pay the same payment every month until the loan is paid off. It's a good idea to have one or two fixed rate credit products and one or two revolving credit products. And I say that because you want to be able to prove that you can handle both fixed and variable expenses. With the person who has three credit cards and one auto loan, I would actually suggest that they roll over the balance on two of their credit cards and consolidate that balance with a consolidation loan. A consolidation loan is basically a personal loan that the bank gives you to roll all of your different balances that you owe into one lump sum and you just make one payment instead of multiple payments to multiple creditors. If you're able to roll over balances on two of your cards, you want to keep the balance on the third card because you still want to show that you can pay on a revolving account. So now you've gone from two different credit products to three credit products, the credit card, the personal loan, and the auto loan. That is a simple and easy way to increase your score by doing nothing more than simply moving your debt around. My score was 444 and that was back in June. And as of November, my score is 532. So it's jumped up about 90 points. And the biggest contributor to that jump was my number two tip which is experian boost i love this little hack it is a game changer experian boost is a program offered by experian in this program you can report your utility payments to your credit profile so things like your cell phone bill, your energy bill, your gas bill, water bill. What you do is you go to experian.com boost and you're going to sign in using your login credentials at your bank. Experian scans your checking account for those utility payments and actually reports them to your credit file. I personally saw an eight point boost by doing this. They reported 16 months of utility payments. That's because the account that I was using to make the payments, I was only using that account for the past year and a half to do so. I was using another account. Anyway, the more utility payments you're able to report, the more uh, of a boost you should expect to experience. Again, that is experian.com boost. You can do this boost unlimited amount of time. So the more often you do it, the more of a boost you'll see. So what I like to do is maybe once a quarter, just go in and report more payments that I've made because yay more payments doesn't hurt now experian does not use this information 
against you at all. Say if you haven't been making your payments on time, they're not going to report that. And so there's no chance for them to lower your score. It only uses information that you can um, leverage to your advantage. The third and final tip that I'm going to share with you and what I've been doing to clear up my credit is making use of the goodwill letter. Different from a dispute letter where you're disputing the validity of your debt, in a goodwill letter, you're actually admitting your debt, but you're explaining what happened. And so a goodwill letter is great to use when you've had a great client history, you've been making your payments on time, but maybe something happened, maybe a job loss or whatever the case that impacted your ability to make your payments. And basically what you're doing in this letter is you're pleading the case and you're saying, yes, I acknowledge that I did slip up and make this payment, but in good faith or in goodwill, I ask that you remove this negative information because it was a temporary situation. So if you can prove that you picked up the payments again and that it was a one-time situation that you don't anticipate experiencing that hardship going forward. Most companies, because you're not straight out demanding that they remove negative information, you're in fact asking for um, mercy. Most companies will, in fact, go ahead and erase that negative information for you because here is a fun fact. I don't know if you know this. It actually costs companies to report negative information about you. So in order for collections to appear on your credit profile or serious delinquencies and other negative information, those companies have to pay the credit bureaus to have that information on there. These companies do not want to be spending money unnecessarily if they do not have to. It is advantageous to them to also erase negative information off of your credit report because that's going to save them money. So it's actually a mutually beneficial uh, request when you send in a goodwill letter. There's all sorts of templates that you can find on the internet for how to word this type of request. This is a tip that's going to take a little bit longer. It takes about 30 to 60 days to get any sort of correspondence from these credit bureaus, but it does make the biggest impact because, I mean, they're erasing that negative information. So it is definitely worth it. Those are my three little tips that I'm using. Hopefully they helped you if you want to boost yours. Thank you for listening. If you are not subscribed to the podcast, go ahead and subscribe. If you're not subscribed to the emails, go ahead and subscribe to those too. I'll leave the link for that in the show notes. I appreciate you and I will catch you next week.